nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. This is Monday morning, fresh off of a spectacular wrestling weekend. Thanos Rick, what is going on? What the hell is going on this Monday morning, fam? What is going on, fam? Talk to me. Talk to me. Nothing much, brother. Nothing much. I'm ready to get to it. Because, E, we have a lot to fucking talk about today. Of course we do. Of course And I'm going to tell you something, me, Gene. It's going to be one hell of a show. <laughs> Yo, check it. Check it, man. Look, we are fresh off the heels of an awesome, awesome wrestling weekend. And we got some other news out there, too. For the Marvel fans out there, for the comic book fans out there. And some unexpected leaks too so 
But honestly and truly, I feel like we got to talk about what everybody is talking about. And that is the return. After seven years of being gone, the return of our boy, Chicago's own CM Punk. What were you feeling, Thanos Rick? <sighs> you know, I didn't even realize it's been that long until, yep. you, until you said it. I didn't even realize. I mean, seven years. Jesus. Okay. I mean, it was, it was good to see him. I mean, the way he came out, the interest was dope. The fans embraced him. Chicago embraced him. You know, the way he was jumping in the crowds and interacting with the fans, it was dope. You know, well, I mean, even even before that, the crowd was chanting his name. Like, they, they were – everyone heard the rumors. A lot of speculation. People were, you know, but no one was really sure unless you work, you know, behind the scenes for AEW. So no one was, was really sure. So, you know, the fact that he came out there – and he was, you know, I mean, I thought it was dope. I mean, the 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 fucking the speech he gave, you know, it was so sincere and it was so down to earth. I can tell he meant every word of it. You know, he even made the comment, you know, leaving the place that made me sick. I'm paraphrasing. And I was like, okay, okay, you know what I'm saying? Taking shots at Vince. And I mean, it was, it was, it was good to see him, you know, and of course the, you know, his 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 mention about Darby. So now, you know, I'm really ex excited about that. You know, of course, you know, he was there. Darby Allen was up there in the rafters, was staying, and, you know, they had the light on him. That was surreal. You know, that, that looked dope. You know, I mean, it was good, man. It was good to see him. It was good to see him, and I can't wait to see him wrestle. You know? So uh, the thing is that Tony Khan listens. He listens to his fans, uh, especially the AEW uh, fan base, pro wrestling fans in general. Um... I've heard that someone that was at the show, uh, they was doing, they were filming uh, AEW Dark Elevation in Chicago, and okay. Tony came out while they was doing the, the countdown, and he said, "Hey, just let you guys know, I love you all, and I appreciate you all, and it's almost like to show my appreciation, I'm gonna deliver what's been promised." That and, you know, he didn't, I'm, you know, again, I'm paraphrasing, but the way he was talking, the way this fan was describing, the way he was talking, is like they knew he was coming. And so when when Punk came out, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't felt this way in years. In years. Like when it comes to pro wrestling, man. When he came out, I felt like I was him coming out. Like I caught goosebumps, like my, my hairs on my forearms, like was raising. I literally ran around the house, dude. I was dead freaking excited. And to see him just drop to his knees, because that's part of his entrance, but he felt that emotion, like all that adrenaline he had was just sur surging through him. Like he cried a little bit. And then he, the way he jumped in the crowd, it's like, this, this is the best thing I could do is just jump in the crowd. Just jump in the crowd. They're going to catch me. You know what I'm saying? They're going to catch me. I'm from Chicago. I'm Chicago's own, you know? And when he came out and said what he said, I feel like this is something that he needed to say. And he have to give it off his chest. And you know, he apologized. He said, look, you know, I'm sorry if I disappointed you to some capacity because there was some controversy, especially about what he was saying about his match with The Undertaker. A lot of people were trying to say that he, trying to, he was disrespecting it. I'm like, no, he wasn't in the right frame of mind mentally. I mean, if you think about his 400 and I think 434 day reign as WWE champion, mm -hmm. 
you can't think of how many times he wasn't in the main event as the champion. I think Cena was usually in the main event, but he's the champion. You know what I'm saying? It's like he was hardly ever in the main event. Oh, so, we have, I have a lot to say about that, but go ahead. You, proceed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. So uh, understand at the fact when The Rock showed up, he had to drop it to The Rock just for him and Cena to face each other at WrestleMania or whatever, hence the pipe bomb promo and everything else. Because I rewatched that pipe bomb promo today. And and I was like, yeah, I, I understand. Now that the smoke has cleared, now that we know he's there, we can honestly, we can move past it. Because he's at AEW now. So whatever that was going on between him and WWE. Uh, no- hold on there, bucko. How, we, can't, uh, okay. we can't really move on past it because of what Roman said. And you know oh, what? No, 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 no. I, okay. I, I, I re-listened to what Roman said again. Uh-huh. And, you know, Roman Roman was talking that shit, E. And I don't think me and you really talked about this. You okay. know what I'm saying? But Roman, I mean, E, you heard him. And one thing that stood out, what Roman said was, well, hey, you know, people, because I guess the interviewer asked him a question. He said, hey, how do you feel about guys coming back? And, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, guys coming back and after being away and, you know, automatically getting that shot, you know what I'm saying, at a title or whatever. And, you know, National Roman brought up CM Punk. And he mm-hmm. said, well, hey, CM Punk, and I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing, CM Punk never moved the needle like John Cena. He wasn't as good as The Rock. So I can see why he's bitter. Again, I'm paraphrasing. You guys can hear the interview yourselves on YouTube or whatever. But that's what Roman said. You know, so it was along, along the lines of, hey, CM Punk's been bitter. He didn't move the needle. So, you know, and of course, there were some allegations of what CM Punk said about The Rock when he came back. Because I guess CM Punk wasn't happy that The Rock came back and he got that shine or that spotlight or whatever the fuck, whatever the case it was. CM Punk wasn't too thrilled about that. Roman said, hey, I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, you full-time guys, we, we bust our ass and, you know, guys come through and they, they get the shot automatically. Roman understood that. E, you understand. I understand that. We've yeah, spoken about that several times about guys coming in and getting their shot. But this is The Rock. The Rock has done a lot for that company. He's made Vince a whole lot of money. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, Vince would be like, hey, Rock, come on through. Do what you got to do. Bounce. We get it. We get it. Hell, every time The Rock makes another billion dollars at the box office, it's really, you know, that comes back to Vince and WWE and all that Vince has done for The Rock. We know that. We acknowledge that. So, of course, you know, if what if if what CM Punk said is true, you know, CM Punk has to understand, you know, that's the rock. You know what I'm saying? Some guys have that, you know, that that leeway. Mm. So, you know, if CM Punk did feel that way and it's still, if, if CM Punk did say that, then I don't disagree with what Roman said. Even with Cena, he, I don't, and some of y'all might kill me. <laughs> I don't know if I disagree with, with what Roman said about Cena in regards to Punk. Did CM Punk move the needle like John Cena? I don't know if he did. I'm uh, less, less, he, less, 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 less. Don't get it twisted. That's still John Cena, 16-time champion, movie star right now as well. He's carried that company for a very long time. So 
by Roman saying that, he, I don't know if I can really disagree with that. Now, CM Punk is large. I'm not dissing CM Punk. I'm not. But he's... Cena is different. The Rock is different. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's different. Hmm. So I don't know if I can really be mad at Roman for saying what he said. You know, with regards to Punk and how it relates to him and Cena and The Rock. So, like, with, with looking at that, uh, CM Punk and he doesn't hate Dwayne or The Rock. He doesn't hate The Rock or John Cena. I mean, I, I, if you listen to the pipe bomb or whatever. Hell, The Rock actually called Punk on the, on his cell phone live on TV because Rock didn't give a damn. What you going to do, fight me? Well, no, well, no, that's the thing. It was rumors that, you know, CM Punk was mad that Rock came back, got the spot, and CM Punk kind of got pushed out the way. You know what? He, I can believe that. CM Punk, he does get a little sensitive when it comes to certain things. So yeah. I, I can believe that. But again, that's The Rock. The Rock can do that. You know so, what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm not mad about that. I'm not. It's The Rock. It's The Rock. So, so <laughs> DC's actually said something that actually hit the nail on the head. Cena and The Rock are amazing entertainers. CM Punk is an amazing professional wrestler because no, he, no, the rock can wrestle and, co- and so can Cena. We is no disputing that. Let's but not that, do but that. what we see <laughs> when we hear John Cena or we hear Hogan is that we hear movies, we hear we hear TV shows, we hear that stuff now when it comes to the rock and Cena. You mentioned it, you said it earlier. But when we hear CM Punk, what's the one thing that is synonymous with punk wrestling? And that's it wrestling so when true. so he true. so when punk dropped his pipe bomb he sold more shirts than cena did true for a minute true so for so for roman to say he ain't moved the needle like cena that's bullshit because he did and he moved the needle this weekend to the point where to where we're gonna touch on later with SummerSlam to the point where SummerSlam you can kind of tell they were reacting somewhat through this news because honestly punk was the biggest news for the weekend honestly because it is what it is and then you got some wwe lifers you know that don't watch any other product but wwe saying well when becky showed up and ross showed up they had a bigger pop than cm punk oh okay we, you got fifty thousand fucking fans we will discuss that later but go ahead <laughs> I, I, I get it out you got fifty thousand fucking fans compared to Six to compared to sixteen thousand. Of course, they're going to be louder. There's more people, and the and the the reaction wasn't the reaction that Punk got. It's a different type. So when e, Becky showed up, it's like, oh shit! It's e, the I'm, shock. E, I'm not debating that. E, I, I agree with you. Right. But again, when it comes to the impact of Cena and Punk, I don't know that we can necessarily say so easy so quickly. That uh-huh. CM Punk was a bigger draw than Cena. I don't know if I can say that, E. Cena drew, and he drew for a long time. Cena you know what I'm saying? Do. So I don't, I, don't, I don't really, again, I'm not dissing CM Punk. I know yeah. what he means to the, to the industry. I know. But to say that he's, you know, on that level, as, it's, it's, it's hard for me to get he on He is. That. He is, no doubt about it. Think about it. Cena became Cena because Vince made Cena got Cena to where he is. Same thing with Roman, because those are Vince's guys. Like, remember with the pipe bomb promo? He was like, nobody kiss ass better than you, Cena. You kiss ass better than me. <sighs> at that point. Because let's be true. Let's be real about this. Cena is the company guy. 
Roman is the company guy. So they're going to say company th- company guy things. It's like when, you know, no, he when take, Roman said what he take, said, it was like, okay, you full time no, and no. you've got these part time people coming in and taking your spot. You know, I get it. But, you know, these are these people. But it's easy for him to say because he got the top spot. Well, no, E, take take that part out of it. Take take the kiss as company part out of it and look at the draw, the impact. Everything else, all the behind the scenes, take take that out. Uh As as a wrestler with regards to the business, the draw, the impact. Again, I don't. I'm not saying Punk didn't move the needle, E. I'm just saying it wasn't as big as Cena or The Rock. E, I don't know if I can say that. I don't know. I'm not saying he did or he didn't. I just don't. I don't know if I can say that with such, you know, bigger. That's hard for me because Cena is still that's still John Cena. I mean, I can understand that you know because what uh, uh, like what BC <laughs> says, entertainers like these these guys are bigger than the WWE technically. But they can wrestle. Rock. I hate that. Don't don't I, I, don't say Cena and Rock no, they can wrestle. Let's not We never said that. You interpreted it that way. We never said that. But but what we know to Cena and Rock, they are entertainers now. Because why else would you call them on big shows to draw the money? They can just show the fuck up and don't wrestle at all and you're still going to sell out tickets just because of the name. Hold they on. don't have to wrestle. Hold on, E. B seats. So are you saying that Cena cannot wrestle? I want to be clear with B seats right now. You oh. say, okay, well, all right. Okay, B seats. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your honesty. But I respectfully disagree. Respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, now okay, now, <laughs> and when it comes to down to the to the wrestling aspect of it, like who's the better wrestler? Um, versus entertainer, I, I will put Punk as the better wrestler. That take, okay. take, like, and what he means by take away the gimmicks or whatever the case may be, like the pomp and circumstance, like put him like, like in the match to wrestle. I think Punk is the better person. Ideally, however, there's more to wrestling match than just moves. You know, you got the psychology of it. You got to sell the emotion of it. So if your arm is hurt, you know, play like your arm is hurt throughout the whole entire match. Stuff like that. But now we do got a calling out. We now it's our boy Mad Max. Oh, thank now, if, Max, man! If y'all miss, if y'all oh. miss tales yes, of the turnbuckle Friday night, y'all hey, miss. If the you treat. missed it, please, yes, please, it, it's posted. Please re-listen. <laughs> Max, First of all, Max, I am Max. Listen, I wanted to get you on a show yesterday. I told E, look, we need to do an emergency show. Get Max, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was indisposed, man. I, I was hey, unavailable. Y'all, y'all, y'all know how a parent is frustrated at their kid. They don't want to yeah. hit them and they don't want to put them in timeout. So they just sit there and be like, <sighs> Yeah. That's how I feel about SummerSlam right now. Mm. I, I love, hey, AEW, kudos to y'all. You killed, you broke the, the glass ceiling Friday, I think. Because you did something that nobody has been able to do for the past 15 years. Right. And it was played almost perfectly. I think we talked about it Friday. Mm-hmm. But are y'all talking about SummerSlam yet? Because I, I just want to. Please. Come on. Not, not, not yet, Max. Not yet. But we need your opinion on Punk. Let's, 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 let's stay with Punk. Let, let's stay with Punk and Roman's comments. I'm not listening to Roman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. Like, I get what Roman was doing. He's trying to be 
this ultimate heel. So he's going to say he probably doesn't even feel that way in real life. I don't think. Oh, man, I just so I need to cut you off. I, I, I did hear something. Someone did bring something up to me. You remember who came up? Like, who was when was the shield introduced? There was like the guards for Punk, right? During uh, during the storyline, uh, uh, that was two thousand. No, he had two thousand. I thought he had the Straight 20? Edge Society. Well, he did. That was before he was champion. But I think when he okay. was champion, that he was had the shield at, at, Yeah, he had the shield. Do you know who his original three was? Who he wanted? Because oh, he yeah. wanted unknowns. Yeah, yeah. He wanted uh, Seth. He wanted mm-hmm. Dean. He mm-hmm. wanted Chris Hero. He didn't mm-hmm. want Roman. They took Chris Hero out and put Roman in there. So have I heard. So maybe what you Roman know what said, that makes sense because they complained about Chris Hero. He great worker, but he hates the gym. Mm-hmm. That was the knock against him. So that's why I can believe what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. What you were saying. I- I'm just still like, I think I slept later than usual yesterday because I was depressed about SummerSlam and some of the moves that they made. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna mute myself until y'all talk about it because I'm just I'm so disappointed. Well, Ma- oh. well, Max, let's 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 get you out first, Max. Speak, just t- talk your talk. Go ahead, Max. The floor is yours. So as as far as Punk, I think we talked about it Friday night. They played yeah. it almost to a T, the way we described it, except for they did let them speak. I'm not – I think EU called it about the uh, him and Darby. Yeah. That that could work. I think it could work. Um, but are we going to see the return of Daniel Bryan as the uh, equalizer to Sting? The dragon? Or are we just going to – both of them. Uh, I so mean, it's possible. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing Daniel Bryan's going to show up. That, that's what I'm hearing. I'm not sure when, because it's yeah. been him. All these Ric Flair rumors. I've heard a bunch of shit, Max. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I would have to ask E because E knows all this. E knows all this, but E, e, e don't like sharing it. But it's okay. It's okay. E. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! Please, I don't want to see. I don't want to see. The final episode of Nitro, Ric Flair versus Sting. Both of them have on T-shirts because they just out of shape. Come on. I don't want to see this. I don't. Actually, Sting didn't have on a T-shirt. Sting was, Sting was in regular rain gear. I think both of them was in regular rain gear, actually, in 2001. I believe so, too. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like... I, I put Seeing like them wrestle each other would be like Troy Aikman coming back to play for the Cowboys, and he just stinks up the field. I I doubt they're going to wrestle each other, but honestly and truly, you cannot miss that pop of them actually just being face-to-face. That's all really you need. And I'm pretty sure that's all they want, honestly. I mean, if you really, really look at the matches thing been in, he's been in all tag matches. You play to your strengths. Do you think Flair has it in him to do one last promo about the alligator shoot? Oh, he go he gonna have he have that in him forever in a day. <laughs> this man is a Pisces, man. He got it in him forever in a day. He's a promo king, man. I mean, I, I Reef Flair will show up eventually. 
Brian Danielson will show up eventually. There has been strong rumors that Brown Strowman is counting down the days. Uh, I got a little bit of news, too, about someone else, but I'll announce that later. But uh, Bray Wyatt, obviously. So there's a lot of guys coming. But as far as when and how they're going to present them, that, that remains to be seen. So right now, you got, you got Punk being the hottest ticket. And I, I say ride that wave until, you know, whenever. And, and shout out to E. I want to give a shameless plug. I haven't bought mine yet. But if you mm-hmm. go to tierrepublic.com, we've got CM Punk shirts. Yes, sir. We do. And they still on sale, too, by the way. Still on still on sale. If you couldn't catch one from if you couldn't get an ice cream bar from AEW, get your best next best thing, a t-shirt. That's right. That's you know right. what? I wanna I wanna tackle on what BC said. He said Vince molded Cena and, and The Rock into entertainers and WWE wrestlers. BC, you're right. CM Punk didn't need to be molded. You know, he's his own man. I get it, but let's let's not Let's not shade Cena and The Rock and what Vince, because Vince, Vince did a lot for a lot of wrestlers, regardless of how we feel about Vince and Stephanie and, and that whole family. Regardless, they've done a lot for wrestlers. Sports and, entertainers. But, but and, know, sorry, you know, can, can uh, I debate that real quick? Go ahead, Max. Actually, Vince didn't do any of this. My favorite manager of all time did. Jim Cornette down in OVW. Of course, Vince gave him the reign to do OVW. But actually, Vince never molded anybody. He gave people get like, okay, The Rock. First gimmick, right? Well, 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 I don't want to say molded, Max. Maybe, maybe molded is the wrong word. I just I just think for a, a lot of wrestlers that we love, Vince was maybe the primary driving force for their careers. And the directions that you know got them to where they are today. The Rock being one of them, John Cena being the other. You know, you can add in you know Triple H. You know, Vince had a hand in that. So maybe molding is the wrong word. But I'm gonna Vince, say he gave him opportunities. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I don't want that to sh- you know throw shade on Cena and The Rock. Like you know, they're still wrestlers. They can still do what they got to do. Yes, they're entertainers. But they can still wrestle too. I think no, so. no BC. We get caught up in the gimmick so much that, like I did with Alexa Bliss, Max. For the longest time, I did not like Alexa Bliss. But with me, it was the gimmick that I didn't like. The girl can wrestle; she can. Oh, she can go. But but her gimmicks, it 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 blinded me to her actual talent, and that that was my fault. That was my fault. The the girl can wrestle, but I didn't care for the gimmicks. You know what I'm saying? But that wasn't really a thing on Alexa Bliss. She can wrestle. It was just the gimmick kind of overshadowed that. And I think for, you know, wrestlers, the gimmick overshadows the talent. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's right, BC's but, got a point. He said so many of them had opportunities elsewhere and didn't make it until Vince took them over. Now, Hogan was H- Hogan before he was right. in WWE. It's just that he just slapped the American dream, you know, the American stuff on him, each of vitamins, and that was it. So let's he didn't even do well. Yes, he did. Well, Hogan, Hogan, when he when he's with AWA, I mean, he was still. But when he got with Vince, the Hulkamania, all that craziness, you know, Vince had a hand in that. Yeah, he just added a mania so, to it. But so, he was still but, Hogan. Let's, so okay, so let's, if let's, Hogan, if Hogan didn't get with Vince, would it still would have been the same result? Max E, I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt it, it too. But I doubt it. Vince, 
one thing Vince is great at doing that nobody ever talks about. Vince is great at blurring the lines between real life and wrestling. And I say that because think about when Hulk Hogan came in. What what event kind of rocked the nation or rocked the world when Hulk Hogan came to WWF? Mm. You probably don't think about it, no. What year did he get there, Hogan? It was like 80, maybe 82. 83. You said what event happened? Yeah, I'm going to tell you what event. So, do you guys recall the Olympics where the Iranian terrorists kidnapped those guys on the wrestling team? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who was the champ? Who was the champ when Hogan Hogan came in? Sheik, wasn't it? Sheik. Exactly. What was his his gimmick? I'm from Iran. We are the best. Yeah. Sheiky baby. Yeah. That's true. So Vince is smart enough to know, okay, Americans hate Iran right now for what they did. We hate the Ayatollah. Let me get... And he already beat our American golden boy, Bob Backlund, who was Mr. American golden boy. We love him. He's clean cut. Let me find a hero to come in and we play off this and make major money. And that's what they did. So I don't. Yeah, I, I agree with y'all on the, the part of Vince probably making Hulkamania. I agree on that. But when it comes to Cena and The Rock, I don't really think Vince had as much of a hand as we're giving him credit for. Mm. <clears throat> I, I think The Rock wanted to step away from, even though he that uh, his heritage has always been a part of him. I think he kind of wanted to step step away and do his own thing. And being in his own light. And I think the gimmick that was given, because initially Cena showed up as a heel, because he was just giving yeah. bad lyrics. And I mean, a he rapping now, heel. Yes. Yeah, a rapping <laughs> heel. You know what I'm saying? Like he started out that way. <laughs> and, the vanilla uh, ice. What, Dr. Thugonomics? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> that was hard. I mean, he was doing that. So, I mean, he started out. So, like BC said, they're amazing entertainers. They're good wrestlers, but great entertainers. But Punk is a great wrestler. So I mean, that's not throwing shade at Cena or The Rock or any any stretch of the imagination. It's just that Punk is a wrestler but first I before say, anything. Right, I agree. I say Punk I agree. is a great entertainer too. Yeah, I think Punk is, is a great entertainer too. Again, it's where life blurs but, wrestling because what has yeah. wrestling become in our adult ages? Okay, I'll, it's snarks, snarky dudes who be on the internet all day and they try to break uh, everybody's fighting to be TMZ of wrestling. They're always trying to break some story, right? Right. CM Punk saw that and was like, instead of you breaking the story, I'll break my own story. And that's when we got the pipe bomb, which made him yeah. the star he is today. Well, for what I heard, Vince gave him the mic and said, say whatever you want, because he was on his like the last 24 hours of his contract or whatever, and then they cut the mic off because he was about to tell a story about Vince. And from that, I, I guess that's when the whole resigning of the contract, but still yet, the crowd didn't know. The fans didn't know he resigned. They're still thinking he was getting out of there. And the, again, that was that golden opportunity because a lot of people forget he was the world champion one time before, but he never was in the main event. They put people like Batista in the main event where you got Punk being the heavyweight champion. 
that it never was it never was resonating so you got to give credit where credit is due if it wasn't for the wwe doing what they did you know i don't think i think punk wouldn't have got the reaction that he did had he stayed with ring of honor yeah i agree i agree so i agree but WWE fumbled the bag, <laughs> you know, when it As came they to oftentimes him. do. Yeah, they oftentimes do. So, I mean, according to Nick Khan, they're not a professional wrestling company. They are in sports entertainment. So, <laughs> they are performers. Thing that was really Whereas AEW, didn't have your numbers. Yeah, yeah, but see, but see, e, you, 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 you say it in a way that is disrespectful. And I'm trying to, listen, when Vince... When Vince came came to town, and ever since that fucking first WrestleMania, it's always been entertainment because that was Vince's thing. Vince was like, well, look, it can't just be all wrestling. We have to add some entertainment to this. Vince saw the vision. So, you know, you can say CM Punk's a wrestler. I, I get it. But at the end of the day, they're all entertainers. It's been away for years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, Vince really, he really took, you know, he really took charge of that. So let's not get it twisted. It, it, it's always been entertaining since the mid-80s. And that was because of Vince. Uh, I can't say that because you had Duke the Dumpster Drosy and people, people, Stop uh, it. people Stop occupations. Stop it. The Boogeyman. Really, yep, oh, nope. DD, Isaac Yankum, DDS. Oh, God. I mean, Don't do e, it. Don't e start Mac, off the Monday like this. Emac, <laughs> my point is, for a long time, regardless of promotion, it's it's really been entertainment as well as the wrestling. It hasn't just been all wrestling. And to be honest, I'm glad it's that way. You know what I'm saying? If it's just wrestling, I don't think it would be as, well, entertaining if it was yeah. just wrestling. So, you know, you guys can say what you want. I mean, but Vince did have, you know, his hand in a lot of stuff. Yeah, you had your Jim Cornettes, you had your Jim Ross, you had your Jerry the King Lawlers, you know, your hell, your Vince Russo's, whatever. You know what I'm saying? They were the ones Don't who were working. Don't you dare mention that name ever. I'm, now, I will say Max, because of Vince. You, you will, because you of will Vince kill Russo, a friendship. Max, I hear you, but I'm saying Vince <laughs> Because of Vince Russo working. and the other writer, that's why the Attitude Era was the Attitude Era. It went through the, the Vince filter, but the stuff that was written, was Vince Russo and I, I think it's Ed Ferrara. I think that's that thing yeah, that other guys. That's name. who it is, Ed Ferrara. That's well, who it was. Well, hold on, hold it's on. just that. I'll oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's just that when Vince went to WCW, he was never given a filter, so everything just went on TV, and that was mistake, you know, number sixty-five. But nobody but, knew, you know, nobody but knew nobody that. Knew. Yeah, nobody knew that Vince was like, nobody uh, knew. No, that doesn't make sense. And BC's correct. He said, you know, uh, Vince focuses on entertainment, which is absolutely true. Oh, and AEW yeah. focuses on wrestling. I disagree. Disagreeing. I, I disagree. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. He's right. Think I, about no, Daniel's rate. Think, think about what Nick Khan and Vince AEW is still entertaining. Like, like, I don't understand when you guys just say it's just, I think it's still entertainment involved in the element. Like, I don't think it's pure wrestling. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, it, it's, a, it's involved. Oh, home. We like, got to call in. We got to call in. We got a boy, Boom Fire, 25. Oh, uh, well, he just left for a second. Hopefully, he'll call in. But no, what I'm saying is, remember what Nick Conn event said: WWE is not a pro wrestling company. We are sports, sports entertainment. entertainment. They said that, and actually, Vince said that way some years ago. So AEW don't mince words. 
Vince don't like certain words to be said on TV, like strap, belt, pro wrestling. He don't like those words on the main roster. He don't like them. Like, notice that sometimes uh, announcers kind of pause when they say stuff because it's, they're tempted to say certain things. Oh, we got another call in. Our boy, Boomfire25. But uh, get to you in a second. So with um, with AEW, they don't miss those words. They say things like pro wrestling. I'm the best guy in pro wrestling. I want the belt. I want the strap. So right. it's a pro wrestling company first, entertainment second. But they, they, they're mixing it so well together that it don't matter. Whereas WWE, you know they got to satisfy investors and because and, it's publicly traded and they're more focused on entertainment. But Boom Fight 25, what's going on, Mob? What's going on there, Mob? What's happening? Can you hear me? Yeah, can y'all chilling, hear me? Chilling, chilling. Yes, sir. We hear you. Yeah, man. Man, one thing. Thank y'all so much for letting me be on the show, man. And I've just been listening. This is my first time finally getting a chance to listen to the uh, podcast. So props to y'all brothers for holding it down. And no doubt. I'm gonna just say this. I agree with it. I agree with everything y'all have said, man. My man Alter B Seats, he said that. He said that Vince made the Rock and Cena amazing entertainers. They're good wrestlers, you know, great entertainers, but Punk is a great wrestler. That might be the truest thing I've seen yet because the thing I love about AEW, we don't have a whole bunch of talking. We don't have a whole bunch of recaps. Is <coughs> When you look at SmackDown, what do we see? A whole bunch of recaps for what happened on Raw. Now, now I know y'all ain't got to the Bianca Belair part yet, Oh, it's coming. It's coming, boom. <laughs> it's well, coming. See, the one, I may get banned. Don't. The one thing, the one, and see, y'all lucky. I'm actually on my work break. I got to go back to work so I can't cuss like I want to. But um, <laughs> but when it comes to what we've seen from WWE, we've seen guy, we've seen folks make history on that show, and they get shitted on in seconds. We've seen that twice in the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. SummerSlam is all about, you know, just like Ultra BC just said again, it's about entertainment. AEW is for the fans like us that may go to a local rec center to see to see some wrestling. That's for us. You know what I mean? And, and speaking of that, Boom Fight 25, there is an event, I think September 4th. BC's got the information called Palmetto Championship Wrestling. So me and you and BC's might need to go there together. On on that September fourth, fam. I'm I'm telling you, man, because I've I've been to an event where I've seen Cedric Alexander over in over in Columbia, mm-hmm. over there in West Columbia. I've seen him live in person. I mean, I've seen my man John Schuyler, who, by the fact, John Schuyler is an extremely underrated wrestler. I'm gonna put that out there right now. Mm. And for anybody, if no one has ever heard the name John Schuyler, I want y'all to hear it now. This man is an underrated wrestler right here out of Columbia, South Carolina. So, John Schuyler, if I'm right, I think John is on Impact right now. So, if y'all have, look up the name John Schuyler, I'm gonna say it again, John Schuyler. So, so I mean, that that's the type of guy he was on AEW for a little bit, but that's one thing. And I hate to sound biased because I've been watching AEW for basically for about at least a year now, and I have a schedule. Monday, Monday it's dark. Tuesday, my bad. Monday it's dark. Elevation. Tuesday dark so i mean it's i've got a schedule but with but with wwe they've just they've disappointed me so much as of late mm. so much yeah and we, and I we hate definitely that. and i hate that 
I hate it too. We both do. We all do. We hate it. It's like we don't want WWE to go out of business. Oh, At all. AE, AEW don't want it either. Um, it just they just fucks up. Oh God. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> hilariously. And 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 we definitely gonna jump into Bianca and Sasha, man. Ooh, I got so much stuff to say. I got I got some inside stuff too, as far as why things way the way they went. But again, still yet though. But 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 boom they fight, man. Yes. Yeah, they, right? They could have made a match. They could have made a match. It's like so me, you, and B seats, man, we definitely need to check out PCW, which is on September 4th. They said the Irmo Rec Center. So we definitely got to check that out. Oh, uh, yeah. Together. That, that's the plan. I know I won't be up in the building. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, I'll definitely be that man because they, after what, I didn't watch SummerSlam. Well, I turned, I tuned in to watch Cena versus, uh, versus Roman Reigns because to me, I think the bloodline is the best thing WWE's got going right now. Correct. They, they had the hurt business, which I thought the hurt business. I thought the hurt business was gold. It was, but be glad you didn't watch it. You'd be on here right now. We'd be having like what do they call those things? Got a problem, and you have to intervene. Intervention. Because, <laughs> no, I, I'm depressed. Like I'm really depressed by what happened this weekend. It was. Oh yeah. God, I hate. I hate cheap pops. And it, yeah, I just wait. I just wait. I. I <laughs> that's all that's all I can say. Oh boy, those guys. <sighs> oh man, we get to it, man. But hey, boom fight. I we appreciate your phone call, bro ham. And man. hopefully you can listen in some more, uh, especially tomorrow morning and so on and so forth. Man, hey, I appreciate you guys, man. And hey, y'all about to have me as a regular fan. Love this show already, man. No doubt. No doubt. All right, so yeah, man, we uh now we now we looking at it. Now can can we can we do SummerSlam? Can we talk about SummerSlam? So before we get into the the negatives of it, can we talk about some of the positives that's went on? Go ahead, E. So I'm I'm gonna say right now the match that I picked to steal the show was the one that stole the show for SummerSlam, and that was Edge and Seth Rollins. I will say the entrance of the weekend is Edge. That is the interest of the weekend. The moment of the weekend is CM Punk. And the match of the weekend, I'm going to get into that later. But the Edge Edge versus Seth Rollins, that, that one that stood out to me the most, um, it was no titles on the line. And that, st- that told a perfect story. A perfect story. Like, Max, I, I, know, I know you can greatly appreciate this because, you know, you, you into the, the, the inner ruckings, the psychology of the match. What's the one thing in that match that was focused on between Edge and Seth Rollins physically. Edge's neck. Exactly. And and he was playing to it too. As far as the curve stomp, he never connected with the curve stomp because had he connected with the curve stomp, Edge would have lost. It was no miraculous kickouts or anything like that. It was him avoiding getting hurt and coming out, squeaking out with the win. At the same time, Seth Rollins still over. I'll I, I say that. That was uh, and BC says piss Biggie and homeless boring Corbin was kickoff. <laughs> That's the only place you could put that match, BC's. <sighs> Man, but it's I, I think it's the fact that Biggie. You know what I'm saying? Like you put Evil Marie and Alexa Bliss 
you know, well, even Marie. I can't discount Alexa. But even Marie on the main roster, on the main show, you could have put her on the kickoff. Basically. But then you, you would have killed you would have killed Alexa, so I get it. Yeah. I, I, uh, uh, BC say fuck that. <laughs> that was one of the better storylines. <laughs> oh man. I, that that is a positive. Um I Considered this Goldberg Bobby Lassie match a little bit of a positive too because this match lasted longer than five minutes. Man, Surprisingly, no. come on, it e. was no, no spear. E. It wasn't. Come it wasn't on, a spear, e. no. spear, jackhammer kick out. That it was, was it was typical Goldberg match. Look, I'm sick of WWE trying to bring people's kids into the wrestling business. Everybody's kid is not a second generation, third generation wrestler. Stop it. Stop it. Man, you know why they brought Goldberg out. You know why they did that. I get that. You want to get the cheap. It's like entertainment. Yeah. You know what? No, no, E. Why did they bring Goldberg back? Entertainment. <laughs> really? Entertainment. Fox. Really? Fox. Really? You, you, you ch- I mean, if you hear the pop when Goldberg came out, they were cheering. But when SummerSlam started, notice how the crowd reacted to him. If when Goldberg pinned. Bobby, what was the crowd reaction? How many cheers did you hear for Goldberg? When he first came out, a lot. Okay. Not in SummerSlam, but right. when he first came out. But at SummerSlam, when he was when he was hitting Bobby or about to pin Bobby, the reaction was totally different. It was booze. I'm like, no, don't give us this shit. Do not take this belt from Bobby and put it on Goldberg. We don't want that shit. So basically, it's only one direction you could really go. On. Have Bobby destroy Goldberg to the point that he can't continue. Honestly, I think the fans were done after Goldberg and Brock had their run. I think the fans were done with Goldberg. It was good yeah. to see you again, Goldberg. It's been nice. The matches are, you know, decent. But I think after that, you know, I mean, it was like, all right. Yeah. Obviously, Goldberg, Goldberg's age was showing, and we all saw it. Like, I would have liked to, which <laughs> I would have liked, I would have liked it if they would have saved Brock for him. Thank instead you. of Roman. Thank you. All that right, gives right. that gives uh, Paul Heyman two two people to speak for, which we know he's gold on the mic. And I would have rather them had Brock come out and say, "Hey, I'm actually next, not this Hammonegger." Yeah, I mean, I mean, fellas and Max, I agree with you with the kids, but the one thing, and you know, I was watching it with E. And the way they made Goldberg look, you know, and E and E, you know, E told me, hey man, the ref had to call it or whatever. But I was like, well, E, you know, because see, Max, here's my thing. I remember when Goldberg first came out. What was that, 98, 99? 97, I think. 97, Arguably the most dominant wrestler in the business. Arguably. Yeah. We can debate that. He but, got cattle prodded. You know, you know, that's, that's the Goldberg I like to remember. This Goldberg here, you know him, him holding his knee and couldn't, couldn't get up, and you know, Bobby's like, "What the fuck? Get up!" Ref, like, hey, what's wrong? What's wrong? You know, Ref had to call the match. E Max, it didn't look good to me. It did. Okay, it did. So that's not the Goldberg I want to remember. So you know okay. what I'm saying? So Goldberg, when Goldberg got his first loss, that was the end of it. That was the end of it. Notice, anytime there's an undefeated wrestler takes their first loss, 
they take a series of losses after Ryback, Asuka. I can keep going. It's it's the same. No, I thing. agree with you. You know what I'm saying? So when Goldberg got electrocuted in WCW, which I don't think nobody liked the fact that Nash took that. That was but dumbest that was move bad ever. That was bad booking. But when he got to WWE, he was dominant up until he met Triple H and he got popped with a sledgehammer and everything else. I mean, he More was bad heavyweight booking. champion. Again, bad booking, but he was heavyweight champion. So the, the legacy of Goldberg is not tarnished because we're going to forever remember the 173 and 0 streak. We're going to remember that. We're going to remember Bogan, him beating Hogan in the Georgia Dome. We're going to remember all that. Him beating DDP. Him beating Stain. That stuff is not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm not. But you got to have Bobby Strong. And you can't have him look weak. And the best way to make him look strong is to stop a match with Goldberg. Because he did that much damage. So why not blade much. him and bleed, bleed him out? Max, I have, I have one question for you. Oh, it's TVPG. You know they ain't going to do that. E, I have one question for you, brother. What's happening? I agree with you. Yeah. Bobby looks strong. I get all of that. Goldberg is the best you can do to make Bobby look strong. Right. I mean, you know full well. Okay. Well, let's work with what we got here. <laughs> you know Brock is going to Roman, mainly because there's a story there. Because Paul is Paul Heyman is manages of being the advocate for Brock Lesnar, but he's now advocating for Roman. That's a better story. However, comma, the fans want Brock and Bobby. For the past year and a half, e, or I'm, two years, e, I'm not but we're, that, what e, we got, e, and e, what I'm, we got, I'm not is, debating is that. E, I'm not debating. Go. That's a, that's all you got. That's what we had. Think okay. about it. This all ain't right. wrestling. This is all entertainment. Right. All right. Well, who would if, you go, who, if, who would you if, have Bobby face? If, if Goldberg is the best you can do for entertainment sake, then I'm out. Hey, I'm listen. Out. Because if, I did, if, I, I did not like what the fuck I saw in that match. I didn't. I didn't. I Honestly, agree. Hey, clearly, I disagree. Bobby was the better wrestler. Clearly, by a mile. Clearly, we know that we wanted Boston, that. This, we wanted destruction. This, this was far different than the Brock and Goldberg, you know, angle when it was, you know, it looked like they were kind of equal. This didn't look equal. E. This didn't at all. In the beginning, it it, it, it was kind of like embarrassing. It was in the beginning. Hold, hold up. In, <laughs> in the beginning, Goldberg was dominant. Then when MVP popped the knee. Bobby Lashley was dominant and then the match ended up being stopped so honestly and truly I mean it ended the way the way it is I mean obviously you might be placating to like a rematch or whatever where Bobby probably going to end up winning that too and for the record Bobby didn't know that was Goldberg's son behind him he just reacted but anyway <clears throat> don't care keep your kids out of the ring <laughs> I, say, I listen, don't care keep Goldberg out Keep Fox going got billions. How about that, Max? Fox got billions of dollars. You don't. I don't. Max don't. But guess what? Fox does. If Fox wants Goldberg, then God damn it, you're going to get Goldberg. I, I he might not that, like it. Keep your kids out of the ring. You're... Bro, you're... you're trying to create a story. It's entertainment. I keep that pencil neck geek out of the ring. AEW. Max, I'm with you. E, I, you know, I, I just don't believe that Goldberg was the best they can do. I don't Who's know if better? I can do other than Brock, Brock. other than Brock, because you can't use know. Brock now because he's already been used. E, so e, I, don't, go right e, I don't know. I I just don't believe that. I mean, th this is Vince. Vince with all these connections, all of the relationships, and Goldberg is the best you can do at all. I, I don't. I don't. I can't believe it. He. Or if you I if am. you want me to keep it hundred percent real, 
you if you really wanted somebody strong, you call Braun Strowman and be like, hey, let's renegotiate your deal. We only cut you. We only released you because we couldn't afford to pay you right now. That is a fantastic choice, Max. Let us re- let's renegotiate. You have been in the gym. You have an actual six-pack now. Come back. Be the beast that we know you could be. And we're going to give you not free reign, but we're going we gonna to tight, loosen the leash a little bit and let you talk, talk your talk and get out there and let's, let's make some money. Max, that, I, I agree. That, that, that is a brilliant idea. I now, agree. Here's, a, here's, here's, a, here's the flip end of it. Would Braun take that deal really knowing the fact that he got he got popped off and left? Like, you know, got fired just like that? Because honestly, if it was just the WWE and nobody else, yeah, of he course would take, take that, that deal. deal. But I, think, I think he would take but it if regardless. He don't now, Braun would take the deal, but Braun would have to be like, look, I, I, True. Can, I can picture Braun sitting down with Vince and Braun saying, look, you know, Braun is agent. Vince, you fucked us. Now, you want me to come back and do this little favor for you What's in it for me? And Tony can say, "What? What is Vince for you, Vince? No, just just, Vince. I respect for you because you did bring me in. You gave me. You 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 did a lot for me. So out of respect, Vince, I'm taking this meeting. And if I'm doing this this favor for you after what you just pulled, let's negotiate, Vince. What do you have for me? Right. And Vince (laughs) says, "Hey, I'll offer you four hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a year." Tony calls. I offer you four hundred twenty-five thousand and one dollar with the same deal, and you have you can say what you want. You see, it ain't gonna work the same way now because you got someone else that can pay you plus a dollar more. It yeah, ain't I'm gonna. A, be I'm gonna disagree, same. but I'm gonna disagree only because Vince is smart enough to know if we roll you out, merch comes with that. Let's cool. make. And we'll give you a higher percentage on the merch. And I think if he came back right now to face Bobby Lashley, his merch sales would go through the roof. Now, here's the other thing. Would you have him beat Bobby, considering Bobby got momentum as champion? That's the no, other I would have him. I would have Bobby get disqualified by MVP hitting him over the back with the cane. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Now, Vince, Vince can negotiate his ass off, and he's very well known for this. If you, and, But here's the other part of it. It's another news that I was holding back a little bit. He had a meeting, a sit-down meeting with Adam Cole, one-on-one. Cole didn't resign. It is speculated okay. that the match he had with Kyle O'Reilly was his last one. Okay. So... If someone like Adam, if this is true, is not going to resign, and you don't went with the undisputed era, he's a, a two-time NST champ and everything else. I it's just I feel the same way, especially Brian thinking about Bray too, because he got that documented in his head too. Because if you got let somebody as creative as Bray is, what the hell are you gonna do with me? Because you coming to me out of desperation, you didn't even think about me until your hands was tied. So, do you really give a damn about me, or do you really give a damn about the almighty dollar? So what? So again, if I was Brian, I'm thinking, okay, hmm, would I rather go over here to Tony, where he actually cares about people and not about dollar signs, 
or do I go over here where the bottom line is say, the bottom line? Here's the flaw in your argument. This is business. Yeah. There are no emotions in business. The minute you start using feelings to do business, you lose every time. Tony Khan, because I think we're missing points too. Tony Khan, yes, I love the fact that he's bringing back guys or he's signing guys. But most of those guys he's, uh, he's signing have been in the business for quite some time. And they performed at the highest level in, on the main stage, right? Right. So with performing on that level, what comes with that? Money. Money. Brian hadn't quite gotten there yet. He wants to be there. He was on his way to being there. I don't know what. I don't know the inside story of why they released him, but I heard it had something to do with money. They weren't getting a big return on what they were paying. Them. Yeah. So Braun doesn't really right. have leverage. I mean, yeah, you can sign with AEW, but I don't know, Max. I, I agree with you. Going back to Goldberg, I would have not got Goldberg in that fucking ring, and I would have got Braun. Max, that is a fantastic idea. Hey, but if I, you think, Vince, I think you Goldberg got investors done, like Fox, will you not follow what they're telling you? I they will, got money in you. I will talk to the investors and I will plead. Investors, listen, this is a mistake. <laughs> I'm Vince McMahon. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and what if what if they say we don't give a damn? What if they say I don't think they I don't think they would say that though, E. This is not a Turner. This is not a TNT AOL type deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God. Fox, Fox needed. They needed WWE more than WWE needed Fox. Uh, I don't know about that, man. Yes. they got the NFL. When the last the time you've been invested? When yeah, the last time you've been outside of football season? When have you been invested in anything Fox had to show you? Yeah. Okay. They have football, MLB, NASCAR. Outside oh, of sports. Outside of sports, what else? Uh, Fox News. I mean, it's not just what we see. What on TV, have you bro. watched on Fox, bro? In the last oh, I mean, five years, give me a show. Uh, was it Brooklyn Nine Nine? Was that on Fox? I think Brooklyn Nine Nine was there. And that was yeah, about Brooklyn four or five years ago, right? Yeah, then they're moving the moving to Netflix. Yeah. See, I mean, see where I'm going with this. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying, and here's the. Investment. I don't think Fox has. But, I mean, there's been times think they do, but there's been times where Fox was visibly or upset that ratings have dropped, and then all of a sudden you notice a change that WWE made, or some kind of big show, or somebody popping up. Like the day well, that, that I hear that Fox is upset or an investor is upset, almost the following week, immediately. Somebody just magically shows up and they, and they spike in ratings, so they got leverage. They have just no because leverage. I, I, they just they because can I complain. Hear, e, I, <laughs> hey e, man, listen, Goldberg they put money the in you. They can pull that shit. E Goldberg ain't the answer. E that's my that's what I'm trying to say. Goldberg is not the answer. He ain't. He's not. He's not. He's not. And that's not. That, that's all I'm trying to say. They could have did something. Vince could have did something. I, I agree with you. Okay. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like Brock should have been in that spot, not Goldberg, because everybody wants Brock and Bobby, because that would be probably one of the most physical matches you probably will ever see. 
Both of them did did dom did dominate the MMA up until a certain point. Bobby a little bit more dominant, but you know they know how to bring it to each other, and and I doubt this will ever happen. I doubt it. I seriously doubt it because now you got Brock and Roman. Where that's another positive. Roman and Cena that was a good match too. That was a good match. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah. It was. I mean, I, I think honestly, but here's the thing. I think we're not giving SummerSlam that much credit. Because of Punk over like outshining no, the, the SummerSlam. Because now we we really that's again not, they're, they're, again these are positives I got. E, e, not for edge me. E not for me. That may be for you, E, but for me, that wasn't a positive. That match wasn't good to me at all. Now oh, so you say so you terrible. say Roman Reigns and Cena was terrible. No, Roman was great. Oh, no, that was Cena a great was match. No, he wasn't. Come on now. Cena no, he was not. Exactly. No, he was not. No, he Max, was not. Max, I'm watching now, this match. Thanos, Rick, I agree with you 97% of the time. No, but this is that out, 3% hear me out, hear that me I out, don't. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Thank you, B-Seats. Exactly. They made him look weak. And I, that they did. They did. The whole, like the first, what, 15, 20 minutes? See, Roman, no, no, Roman no, no, looking no, no, no. dominant. It, it, and all no, 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 John Cena no. did was try to get these little quick, slick pinfalls. Like, Cena really didn't even really attack. Now, listen. We know John Cena, Max E, 16-time champion. He's fought with the best of them. He's fought against the best of but them. Thanos Ray. This so, is more, and John is Cena more to the rest old. of he's still, he's, he's still in good shape. So True. I've seen better of John than that fucking match. And that's all he did was do little quick, slick. But, but Thanos Ray, you know this is where Ray's like, psychology comes in. Just like what Max, this one me and Max was agreeing on with Edge and Seth Rollins. You're forgetting the promo. That Rome that he said to Roman Reigns, you got to do all you got to do. All I have to do is pin you. And he basically told that story in the ring at the main event. Notice every time he rolled up Roman, he hold his fingers up. He said, "Man, you only one second away of losing it. You only one second away of losing. It. That's all I got to do to you. I got nothing to prove here. You do." That's basically what he was saying as he was wrestling. It's more than just moves. It's rain psychology, and that was exactly what Cena was doing. Cena got you invested in the match so much to the point that, damn, Cena might win this match and be 17-time world champion. Hence, that's why we watched the main event. Up until the certain point, which I found out, I don't think that really was a stipulation per se. I think that was just a saying that Roman said, if I lose this match, I'm leaving WWE. Because you told me off air that you was upset about that because now you know who's going to win. Because before that, you didn't know because what Cena was talking e, about and the, e, and the promo. The, e, the, 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 rat, the match is about the story. E, that's not what and I'm the saying. story was, e, all I had to do was pin you. E, I don't have e, to do anything spectacular. All I got to do is roll you up. E, that's not what I'm saying. That's, that's, I, I hear what you're saying and you're right, but that's, that's not what I like. Again, that's not what I like. If that's the route they wanted to take, fine. Okay. But that's not that's not what I like. I'm used to seeing Cena wrestle better than that. That that was not good wrestling to me. Yeah. I wanted to see a match, not that bullshit what they put on. That's all he I'm saying. He wrestled <laughs> against people that he got to prove something with, but he ain't had to prove shit to Roman. That's all not what I'm saying. E, that's not what I'm saying. But that's the put, story that put was being on told. A match, wrestle, fight, do something. Don't do that, Cena. You're a 16-time champion. You you've done better than that, Cena. Put on a match. I don't care about none of that other bullshit about I, I don't care, E. Put on a match. 
If you're going to have Cena lose, then do that. But don't don't do it that way. Have a match. So, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's SummerSlam. It ain't one of these little raggedy-ass other pay-per-views. It's SummerSlam. And I get it. And Max, <laughs> well, I, and Max I, you agree with me on this one. The long game. What was the long game? Cena wasn't the long game. Brock is the long game. So if you right. have Roman barely beat Cena, how is that looking with him and, and Brock? Right now, you never seen. Then why Brock do Cena face. that? E? No, but, why why, why no, bring wait, him back? Wait, 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 wait. Let me why? finish. Let me finish. <laughs> why you never seen Brock face that version of Roman Reigns? That version of Roman Reigns is physical. That version of Roman Reigns is dominant. Everybody he was in the ring with, he was the dominant guy. Cena is a big name. So you need Cena's big name to sell tickets for SummerSlam, which he did and successfully done. He made you believe he can beat Roman, which got you more invested into watching the match. He wasn't going to beat Roman, but the fact that he dominated Cena at this point, which we this ain't the first time we've seen Cena being dominated. Brock Lesnar whooped his ass too, and he did it after the show. FYI, because he took Cena to Suplex City and L5 them, then walked the fuck out. Now, and at this point, now you got a story with the long game, Brock and Roman. Now, this match will be different than any other time that they meet, mainly because of Paul Heyman and mainly because of the versions of Roman and Brock. It is at this point, Brock look like a babyface, and you never seen that. That's the long game. All right, man. that is a long game. Not not the match itself, because the match itself ain't the long game. That's short term. That's a band aid on an open wound. I hear you. But didn't we just discuss wrestling and what's good wrestling? Into what B seats wanted? Into yeah. what we just talked about? So how come we couldn't get it with? I I mean we can't we can't pick and choose when to wrestle and when to entertain. WWE can. They could do that all day long because this is Vince's company. He's gonna make money regardless. He could do whatever the fuck. He wants to because it's his shit. All right. He can make you, he can make a wrestling match. He cannot make a wrestling match. He already got your ass in a seat anyway because Cena is there and he already sold the tickets. He got to give you a five star match if you don't want to. Okay. He don't. Okay. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying this is, this is, this is, this is WWE. This ain't pro wrestling. This is sports entertainment first, pro All wrestling right. second. All right. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, and Mio Surya said this is the first time since WrestleMania 19 that Brock is the babyface. I think Paul Heyman was the one who double-crossed Brock to turn him babyface. Then he went with the big show after Brock. I don't remember. Honestly. I don't think it was, it was. I don't think it was a big show. It was somebody. It was somebody that was taller that Brock got double-crossed by Paul Heyman. But this is going to be interesting, though. I'm Again... I agree with you, Thanos. Rick. I'd rather have Brock and Bobby. I'd rather have that. But somehow, it's not I, even. I feel, I feel like Vince turns it off when he hears people, and like I'm gonna just do what I want to do, mainly because cause I can do it, and this is what we got. E Max, listen, and E, I'm out of, and BCs. I I hope you're listening too. I've always been a fan of good wrestling. Yes, I love the entertainment too, but I still want to see a good match. BCs, I'm with you. I love the wrestling aspect of it. And the sad part about this is WWE, the talent, they can wrestle. That's, the, right. that's the bad thing about it. You know, yeah, they can entertain and, you know, they, you know, they got the mic skills and positive, but they, I believe that they, they really can wrestle. 
No doubt. But for, but for whatever reason, Vince tends to, and I'm, I think EBC, y'all mentioned it, he tends to overshadow the wrestling with the gimmicks, with the storyline, with the script. I don't agree with that. I never agree with that. I love entertainment and I love wrestling too. Give me a good match. Don't just throw something at us and then, you know, call it, you know, whatever. If you're going to have the guy lose or the girl lose, fine. But give me a good fucking match. <laughs> I don't care about the long game or the short game. That ain't none of my business. I'm not in the writer's room. I don't work for Vince. I watch just like the rest of you. Give me a good fucking match. <laughs> I can't, me personally, I can't turn it off. Like, I, I'm pretty sure Max is the same way. Like, when we look at something and looking at how a match is being played, because honestly, that's wrestling one-on-one. You know, never been in the ring, but psychology, emotion, the actual match itself. And yeah. so, and, and, and also, where, where, where the story is leading still have a good to. match. You can right. have all that stuff eat and still have a good match. Right. And, and, some, things, <laughs> and some things that people are upset with that, like, you know what, I understand why they went this direction. And there's other shit that you don't understand, and I still can't wrap my head around. Fucking and that's Becky that Lynch. That, yeah, that Fucking Becky, Becky Lynch. Lynch. What the fuck was that about? At least let Bianca punch her in the stomach or something. Bro, God, so, that was trash. That was the trashest let me, maneuver. The I have cheapest ever fucking seen. pop ever. Fellas, fellas, if you do me the honors, let me let me ease into this. And then you guys can come on behind me. You ain't easing into shit. No, you no, 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 because I eat, I thought about it because I texted you. I said, E, this is some bullshit. Thank you, you better be glad I ain't have your number. I probably would have called no, you screaming no, 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 all kind of obscenities. No, no, Matt, this, this, let, let me ease into it because Matt, E, Max, I thought about it. Becky, it's good to see you, number one. Becky, it's good to see you. You've been gone for a long time. Congrats on the pregnancy. I'm happy for you and Seth. I'm sure you guys are happy and you're living the family life. I'm happy for you. You know, Becky, it's good to see you. When your music came on, I was excited. The crowd was excited. It was dope to see you. So let's let's get that out the way. So, you know, we are not going to hate on Becky because Becky didn't do anything in the grand scheme, Becky didn't do anything wrong. Becky did what she had to do. I'm sure somebody in creative or maybe Vince or Stephanie, Triple H, hey, Becky, can you come early? Because I heard she came two months early prior to her, you know, being ready. Hey, Becky, we understand this, you know, but can you come and do us a solid? Becky came. She did what she had to do. So let's, let's not diss Becky, number two. Number three... You know what, Emacs have it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> I, I think the biggest story is Sasha. That's that's the biggest story. That's the thing we tend to forget about. Uh, so rumor had it that she was not clear to wrestle. That's why her and Bianca wasn't in North Carolina or South Carolina during the WWE live events. Um, now also rumors have it that she was not clear since last weekend. Yes. And they knew that. Yes. And I don't know. They waited to the last second to see if she can be clear because they kept advertising Bianca and Sasha. And yeah. honestly, this ain't the first time this has happened. Bianca had a feud with Bailey. Bailey got hurt like somewhere in training, I, I think. And then they had to call her audible. And she, Bianca was not on the pay per view. Instead, she defended her championship on SmackDown. Yes, you know that that was the situation. Mm -hmm. So they called her audible with Becky, and Becky came out. And obviously she came out with a huge pop. Now what 
what we received was a 30-second match. And with a move we have not seen Becky do ever. Yes. And all and then that took the wind out of the the fan sales. That literally took the wind out of them for what I've heard. Now, there's many ways you could have done this. There was, and also, I've heard rumors that there was no way they could prepare for that match because Becky didn't prepare for that match and they had to make it quick or whatever the case would be, whatever the hell your, the excuse is. What could have happened was you could have made that a triple threat. Have Becky get her shit in, her main stuff, then have Carmella like throw her out the rain to give heat to Mella to make her even more heelish because she just rained on the fans parade about Becky taking away the glory and have, have Bianca do the roll up and get the dub. She retains her title. She didn't pin Becky. Becky's still strong. Easy, easy, easy. The story writes itself. The but story Be- writes itself and it didn't take that route. But Becky, but Becky wasn't 100% still. I think still, Becky- that's what I mean. Triple threat. She can get all her main stuff in Carmella can throw her out the ring to pretty much make her like more of a heel, have Bianca get her shit in, get the win. Becky's still strong. You got the surprise of Becky. You got the heel reaction to Carmella. And the fans are satisfied that Bianca didn't get shortchanged. That's yeah. easy. That's easy stuff, right? Yeah. Like but- you built this girl up. She wins the Royal Rumble. She's the smack. She headlines WrestleMania as like, the first two black women to main event of WrestleMania. You continue to build her up, have her beat Bailey among other mainstays for her to lose in 30 seconds. That is dumpster juice. Well, the only thing about just real quick, if, if I'm creative, I will be worried because number one, you ain't 100 percent, Becky. And number two, if you get injured. If anything goes wrong, then and that delays your 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 comeback. I mean, is is I don't know. E, I wouldn't risk anything happening to Becky. Well, she I, wasn't supposed to show up until October, and the reason I, that's what and, I'm saying. She, she wasn't ready, and God forbid something happened to her in that match. If she got injured or whatever, then it 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 wouldn't have. I wouldn't have risked it. Not not that way. Not not well, like that's me. Go ahead. Man. I don't think she's she was injured. I just think she was no, no. just wasn't you, scheduled till October. You risk her getting injured. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Take it away, Max. What you what you got, man? To quote Huey from the boondocks. <laughs> Fuck Vince McMahon. No, better yet. I'm quoting Tupac. Fuck WWE as a staff, a record label, and as a rapper. Some bullshit, man. Every t- and I'm being I'm gonna play the race card. Every time you make history, you go and erase it in the most fucked up way possible. Why? Got, got the coffee. Can treatment. anybody tell me why? Got the why? Got the coffee treatments. You get all these got props the for making history, and then you go and you you end it in the most horrific way possible. Right. I think we got a call in too. Like Mio, you there? Uh yeah, he must have got off. But yeah. But yeah, you're right. You're right, Matt. I I I like Becky Lynch. Don't get me wrong. But She's to great. give her that kind of power like that, that was the most disrespectful way to do it. 
And what BC Bianca saying, has been working her ass off to get to that point. She took no shortcuts. She's done everything she's been asked to do. You put the title on her. You didn't even give her a real run because she won it at WrestleMania. How many two pay per views? Yeah. And yeah. I and BC's was saying that he don't think that was really Becky's choice. So, I mean, I I believe that a whole hundred percent. It wasn't. Like Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella was like, that was not my favorite moment. I don't think I, I have I have a favorite moment for this SummerSlam. Well, I mean, Nikki Bella saying that. Like I said, Becky, you know, I'm, I'm I'm sure they called Becky and look, can you do us a solid? I, I I know it's crazy, but you know, Sasha can't do it. You know, E, I agree with you. You know, they knew for over a week now they 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 should have did a pivot, but by so Becky coming Sasha in doing what she did, it I, I heard it was COVID, but it, I don't know. I heard it, I heard it was COVID, but yeah, I'm not. I, I is she pregnant? The, I don't know the what details of it? No, I she. I don't think she is. I don't think she's pregnant. It's just, yeah, it's just again, we we have nothing against Becky. This isn't Becky's fault. But you know, fellas, I'm gonna tell you, fans are not happy. I've been reading the comments. You know, we love Becky. Good to see you, but goddamn, fuck this match. It's, 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 I've been seeing a lot of that. You know what I'm now, saying? You didn't do, a, you didn't do, Be- you didn't it do. Goes Becky back to what favorite. we were saying earlier. But I'm saying it goes you, back to the earlier argument we were having. Why do we did, like Becky? Becky, she has no personality. I mean, I mean, Man, uh, I, I, tell I, me I a promo that, that she's cut that you that you remember. I can tell you the moment where her personality actually shined more is when she got a nose broke by Nia Jax and she stood in the crowd with a bloody nose. That was the moment that she was supposed to be kind of like the female version of, of Steve Austin because she was a rebellious and yeah. they kind of watered it down a little bit with her, which I think WWE fucked that up. But that was a golden opportunity to make Becky the like she calls herself the man. And I mean, at that point with her and Ronda, she just had that I don't care attitude. So she didn't really had to say much. You know what I'm saying? That was her personality. She was she was just tough and nail Irish girl. Eh. In the beginning, she didn't, you know, she was just a baby face, but that was a turning point when she had a legit broke nose and Naya got all that heat and as a heel. And which is honestly, I think this could be a golden opportunity to make Becky a heel right now because nobody liked that match. Nobody. Becky can cut a promo on Friday and was like, you weren't supposed to have a title anyway. That's that was my shit. I get and at it, that point, but that was still, that was the most trash way to do you should why would you it, 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 it's trash. I I agree hundred percent. That is out of all trash. the people that could happen to, why Bianca? I would like right. I if you're gonna do it, go to I would have rather you I would have rather but I understand. I would rather Carmella won and then Becky beat her, or That's something like thing. that. I, I think they was gonna shit on that match if they let that thing ride, because if it was just gonna be Carmella and Bianca, because we've seen that several times, and the and the crowd already already turned on that match before the bell even rang. So when they called Becky out, the crowd turned again. So at that point, that's what I was saying: make it a triple threat and end the way you know, end the way I described it earlier. Well, I think but, Survivor Series is what's that's what's gonna happen, but I just don't. Yeah, I just don't like how. And this could have been anybody. This could have happened to Charlotte, and I'd have still been like, "That's some bullshit." Yeah, like I just didn't yeah. like it. I didn't like how it went. Anybody that was champion, to have that happen to you and get that shit snatched away for you in seconds, like that—that's that, bullshit. That's crazy. Yeah. That that was really the very the lowest of low points. 
for SummerSlam. And I think that took some of the luster out of SummerSlam. But it, honestly, that's why I thank Edge and Seth Rollins because that brought it back up again, especially with that brood interest. But, you know. Well, hopefully, hopefully Bianca will get her rematch. Yeah, but you've already made her look weak. Like, that's, that's now it. she's got to turn heel and it, cheat. Exactly. Because-, <laughs> because you didn't do Bianca any favors by doing that. I'm like, Again, what he just mentioned, all the all the accolades that Bianca went through, just for her to get beat in like ten seconds from a rock bottom, you know what I'm saying? You didn't do Becky any favor because, like, you know, like well, Becky, you know, again, no diss to Becky, but you didn't do Becky any favors. But I guess Becky had to be the bad guy for the night. Fine, yeah. but it's like, and I ask it because guess what? Kofi didn't get his rematch. No hell no, he got his rematch. So <laughs> Fox won and Brock, and Brock ex- was the champion. <laughs> exactly. So. Is there a chance that Bianca won't get her rematch because it's Becky? And, you know, whenever Sasha gets better, you know what I'm saying, or whomever, like, we can't really say that Bianca will get her rematch because of what we've seen already. That I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the back. But so Bianca, Bianca might not get that rematch. She might so not. Bianca cut a promo that, um, you know, some unfortunate things happen in the promo, and it's almost like she was centering her focus on Sasha. Like, me and Sasha are going to get this done. We're going to finish what we started. Then I can focus on Becky Lynch. It's almost like they're going to finish this feud with Sasha first and then go with Becky or do a triple threat or whatever the case they may be. But there was a promo after that, after after what's transpired or after SummerSlam or whatever the case may be. I don't know. Only time will tell. But moving on to, to Sunday, strangely, NXT. I'm gonna tell you the match of the weekend for me. And that's Dragonoff and Walter. That shit yes. was amazing. One of the most hard hitting matches I've seen in a while. And I think E, you posted this on Facebook about those chops. Oh God. Oh God. Those blood felt, vessels broken. Yes. That was one of the most hard hitting matches I've seen in a long time. Man, I text Thanos Rick. I said, listen, this is what AJ and Shinsuke Nakamura should have been at WrestleMania. That's what it should have been. But you had what we didn't get. We're never going to get that up. No. No. But that that match right there stole the show. I I, I had an inkling, Max, this match is going to steal it. And it delivered. And the right guy won. Right guy won. I mean, I, I there's a picture that I have saved on my phone. I'm gonna put it in the geek corner where Dragonoff got his foot on Walter's chest holding the belt. Like that little dude. Like, I mean, obviously he's tall, but you know, compared to Walter, he's like, you know, he's like four foot five. <laughs> but the way they was going at it, bro. I, I and I'm hearing that this is not the first time they was they were meeting each other. This is like the second. Or something like that. And I also have heard from a Geek Corner member that UK wrestlers wrestle just like this. Yeah, they're very stiff. Yeah, very stiff. No smacks. No smacks. Hold on, fight. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, are we going to skip the Charlotte, Rip, Rhea Ripley, and Nikki Ash match? Yes. Yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. Because okay. you predicted it. You said Charlotte's going to win so she can get another title. And that's what happened. Yep. You was I, right, Thanos, right? I was right. You know, and I thought the match was funny because Nikki Ash looked out of place anyway. 
I mean, in the beginning of the match, Charlotte pushed Nikki down. Get the hell out of my ring. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it looked like a damn one-on-one, but Nikki kept getting in there and whatever. And but that, that, you know, that was a joke to begin with, but I digress. And <laughs> am I the only one who notices how hot Rhea Ripley is? You know, Okay. Rhea Ripley had a look on her like way back when before she cut her hair and stuff. Like she she she's actually a very attractive woman. You know, despite like, you know, the short hair and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. And BC said, man, she ain't for me. <laughs> uh, that's fine. She's for me though. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we couldn't be cool if we all like the same thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That that's absolutely true. Yeah, like I uh Thanos Rick, you called it Friday. I mean, so after that happened, I was just like, eh, well, Thanos Rick said it. So Rick was right. with, with 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 Charlotte Flair being the champion now, now where do we go? Yeah, who Back knows? To sleep. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Back to sleep. No. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, okay. Charlotte is phenomenal, a a phenomenal performer. We we know this. There is no taking away from her in-ring ability because honestly and truly, you know, she's a flair and and flair succeed, period. (laughs) Like there's there's no, there's no bones about it. I just think they're going to have to find some up and coming people because even Marie, she ain't going to cut it. Like you got to find some. And I I heard they took steps towards doing that this weekend at the uh, performance center, but you got to find a new crop of women to take this on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's what's going to happen with NXT because I strangely enough NXT takeover was on a Sunday, right? And a lot of people on Twitter and social media were saying they it feels like this is the last true NXT pay-per-view because uh there's been talks in a couple weeks there's going to be some changes coming. And like gearing people up for the main roster, so it, it feels like NXT is going back to its developmental roots. It and feels it is. that way. Boy, it saying is. It's going to be bigger and whatever they're trying to. I don't know. They, I don't know what they're trying to do with the situation. They're trying but, to. Well, you just said it. They're trying to go back to the developmental roots, which is why they cut that long list of people. Yeah, because it's kind of like Reed was the most most alarming one, though. Um. Well, you got to think about it. Most of the NXT roster prior to the cuts, they were already ready for the main stage. There's just no space for them. Like, there's yeah. no reason Adam Cole should be in NXT. Let's be honest. No, but he's, but in Vince's standards, probably he's too small. Adam Cole is approaching Dolph Ziggler status, can put on great matches with anybody, but just gets overlooked. I don't know if that's because he's so good that he makes it look easy, or like you said, Vince thinks he's too small. I'm not sure, but yeah, you just you keep signing these guys. Like one another, I got a long list of reasons why I can't stand WWE. Like Robert Roode, Robert Roode for one time was probably mentioned in at least the top ten of everybody's favorite wrestlers. Yeah, just off work and promo and alone, right? Mm-hmm. You get him in NXT, you gave him up. I'll give him props. I think Glorious is one of the most fucking awesome interests that I've seen in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Now he he's a jobber. He's a freaking jobber now. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I couldn't get with. Couldn't get you, with that. Then man. you he's sign a world champion. 
Right. Then you signed Cowboy James Storm, another world champion. At least he he was smart enough to be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. I can't stay here. I'm going to It was like a a one-time or two-time show or some shit like that. No, he just didn't stay long. Yeah. Like Top Gun. Yes. They should have put Beer Money back together. Man, that was like one of the best tag teams, man. I I love Beer Money. Thank you. I love Beer Money. Impact got that shit right. <laughs> like, that, that, they don't get much right, but that was one. Of them. They, got that, they got that shit right. <laughs> I was like, man, that's a perfect blend of characters, man. It, it's, but but honestly, the first match, like somebody said on Twitter, they were more emotionally involved in the first match NXT takeover than their whole entire SummerSlam pay per view. I can see that. I can Cause... definitely see that. Especially with Ted DiBiase, L.A. Knight, Cameron Grimes. I, I love that match, actually. It I gave keep, me old-school WWL vibes. I keep telling y'all, WWE is not going to be great again. They like the Cowboys. Until Jerry Jones dies, the Cowboys are going to suck. Um, the WWE is always going to piss us off until Vince goes home to glory. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. This is a Cowboys fan actually saying this. Okay, You heard it here first. But it's the, down, it's the downside of having complete control. Like, when you hit, you hit big. But when you bomb, you bomb miserably. And it's worse than hitting big. And that's what, that's what the WWE, just as an overall product, is suffering from. When they swing for the fence and they connect, you know it's going to be a moonshot. But yeah, when they no strike doubt. out. It's like the most horrific looking strikeout where the bat flies into the stands and you fall over yourself trying to swing at the pitch. It's just this bad. And because Vince has final say so over everything, mm-hmm. it's not if your own if his own son in law can't get through to him, you know it's no hope for anybody else. Right. Which answering the question at Top Gun, is it Vince or Triple H? It's Vince. It's definitely Vince. Triple H, Sean, like it, they've been strangely quiet about you know the rosters being released and stuff like that. Because honestly, Triple H, Sean, and the guys in the back of NXT, they built NXT to what it is to the point that it is it was selling out fifteen thousand fans, twenty thousand fan arenas just because it was NXT. Or whenever an NXT guy shows up on the main roster, the crowd chanting NXT, and I don't know Vince just. It, I don't know, initially he liked that part of it. Like, damn, these developmental guys are bigger than my roster guys. Because honestly, me, you, and Thanos Rick can agree. Like, when those takeovers were showing up, most of the time, oh, they were better than the main roster shows. I, I got into it around the first uh, War Games. When they first started doing, when they started redoing all that old NWA stuff, I was like, yes, I mm-hmm. love this. But I also feel like it's a business move. Uh, I don't think Vince was upset by the reaction. I think he's looking at it more from the term of, okay, why am I paying these guys like Adam Cole this amount of money and I don't have anything to bring them up to do? Yeah, but I I think what happened in that meeting is, and again, this is me speculating, just taking wild guesses, is that Vince offered him a substantial amount of money because his contract was up. And honestly... Um, 
I feel like some of these moves or acquisitions that NXT had is because AEW is around and they try to keep people away from them or whatever. Because honestly, stuff is like a chess move. And, you know, AEW don't want to put another business, another company out of business. That is not their goal. Their goal is to put out the best pro wrestling product they possibly can with other pro wrestling, you know, promotions or whatever and or have joint shows or, or you know, Stuff like that. Whereas I think WWE issue is being overproduced. And I think that's the stigma that's been going on for years. Well, and now that way, there's something... Okay? Well, no, I was going to say the best way I could probably relate NXT's situation is... Okay, so e, you've been deployed before, right? Yeah. Let's just say you're a person. How long do you usually stay when you do get deployed? Uh, three to four months. Okay, let's say you're a person that constantly gets deployed, and you just bought this brand new Maybach, right? Mm-hmm. If you spend ten out of twelve months every year with this expensive car, but you never get to drive it, you'd be like, after a while, why do I have this car if I'm never at home to use it? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the kind of the approach that Vince is taking. Like, I have all these talented guys that I'm paying big money to. But I can't use them. There's no way for me. I would have to literally throw them into a some kind of storyline, which would probably further piss off my fan base because nine times out of ten, it's not going to be done right. Mm-hmm. But I'm paying them all this money. Why? It just doesn't make good sense. I, I know I'm worth $6 billion, but for me to stay at $6 billion, I can't be just throwing money at guys that should be on my main roster, but I can't put them on there because I have nowhere to put them. Had nowhere to put them. And um, I've tried to create C shows outside of NXT, like 205 Live, and those just horribly don't work. So it's kind of like, eh. Man, the thing is, to me, is that um, like what AEW is doing, they got like technically three shows. They got. AEW Elevation Dark, um, Dynamite, and now Rampage. And all those shows are great. And I don't think they're actually viewing either of these shows as A, B, or C shows. Um, I think, you know, what it should do going forward, since it's an hour show, have these guest appearances on Fridays at 10. Like, have these people, because you don't know, right at this point, you had, like, two really good Rampages. And I think this, I think Rampage should be the time where you have these special appearances now because I'm now Fridays are definitely must see TV at 10 p.m. Like, I'm going to disagree, and here's why. I think it depends on where the city. Like, Friday was perfect for CM Punk because it was in Chicago, right? Right. But let's just say you were in Books, North Tennessee doing a live TV taping and you want to bring out somebody. Will it be received as well as it would have been in Chicago? Oh, I get what you're saying. So, like, say if you're in, for instance, who's next? Braun Strowman? I think he's from... Say you're in Nashville on Wednesday. Yeah. And then you're in Cincinnati on Friday. And you sign Braun Strowman. He's from Tennessee, right? Uh yeah, 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 because he got the tattoo. Wouldn't it make a look more wouldn't it make a little more sense to bring him out on Wednesday at your taping instead of Friday? 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, you play to your strengths. I mean, but I think right now with the schedule AEW has, they're going to be in Cincinnati, Milwaukee, Chicago for a minute, Jersey, New York, uh, St. Louis, and then New Orleans starting next year. So they're going to be okay. really... So they've been in big cities, so it could yeah. work regardless. I get what you're saying. I was just yeah. wondering. Like, yeah, I was just wondering. But, man, so, I have enjoyed this conversation. I have to actually go be an adult now. Yeah, go ahead. The government is calling me to do my job. <laughs> uh, but Thanos, Rick, I mourn with you, sir. I hated some of the, I hated most of the moves that were made on SummerSlam, so I get it. E, thank you for being a beacon of hope, even though that show still sucked. Uh, I try, man. I try. It's stressful. It's very stressful. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Um... Yeah, that's all I got. Until next time, take care, you pencil neck geeks. Take care, man. Take care. Take care, Max. And uh, <clears throat> Thanos Street. Now, I know we got a little bit of other news here, and that is a leak that just happened over the past 48 hours. Right? And this was Spider-Man <laughs> No Way Home. Apparently, the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home has leaked ahead of Sony officially releasing it. Spider-Man No Way Home is the highly anticipated third entry to the John Watts directed trilogy. Tom Holland returns again as Peter Parker. And the sequel also has Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange in the leading world. Uh, Sony has yet to really kick off its marketing push. So Disney and Sony has provided a few updates in the past year making fans even more anxious for the first trailer. Now, reports have run wild that Toby and Andrew Garfield are returning in the sequel. And No Way Home will be dealing with the multiverse that has yet to be confirmed. But, uh... Now, we don't... It's not yet confirmed by Andrew Garfield or Toby Maguire, but that would be dope to see. Now, the trailer reported leak and has been making waves on Twitter and TikTok. Sony has been quick to take all of the videos down and sent out copyright notices. As of right now, it hasn't been confirmed that the trailer was legit. But it seems likely since Sony is actively taking down tweets containing the trailer. The trailer was also supposedly watermarked with Wasilla uh, Maoichi's name, who was the VFX artist on Thor Ragnarok. And it's said to be premiering at the upcoming CinemaCon event in Vegas, which means trailer descriptions are bound to make their way online tomorrow. However, with the trailer having leaked, it's possible Sony will opt to release the trailer to public tomorrow as well. And Kevin Feige has said that the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer will premiere before the movie hits theaters. Debunking false reports. Well, I mean, Damn, I'm mad, I'm mad I missed that trailer. The movie, the movie don't drop until December, so Kevin can say that if he wants to. You know, it's you know, it's still August. So, I mean, it. I'm you. You probably can still see it somewhere online because we all know once something hit hits the net, it's there forever. Correct. So, Correct. so it, it 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 might it might still be somewhere online. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if if I'm Kevin Feige, if I'm MCU, okay, let's let's go ahead and put this out. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure someone has it on their phone. They saved it, screenshot, whatever. So let's just go ahead and dead this. Or or they can just re-edit the trailer and release something else. 
I mean, they could, but I think the damage has been done, especially with the, no- the noise been out there and the news been out there as far as that stuff being leaked out. I mean, Sony is scrambling. They, I think they got all everything. I think they got everything. Like, if the minute you probably post something, it's going to get snatched. So it's like, I don't think you can save a whole entire trailer. Other than, because if you can save it on YouTube, right? But they can just snatch the video. Like, this video is no longer visible. Like, they, they can say that. I mean, yeah, so that might prompt Sony to like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just re- publicly release the trailer officially and well, then yeah. do a second trailer later. Well, yeah, because, I mean, if I have it on my phone, I mean, I can share it with you. I can share it with Max, whoever, Top Gun, BCs. Like, I can still get the trailer around the people. This maybe not online, but, you know, I can still show you the trailer. Like, yo, look what I got. You know, so it, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's still going around somewhere. I just don't know how, but, you know, these things are hard to, I mean, again, if I'm MCU, let, let's go and just do a trailer, release it. And then, you know, it's, it's around that time anyway to release a trailer or something, whether, you know, a teaser or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So let's just go ahead and release it, do some damage control. Let's get it out. Yeah. Yeah. It out. yeah. So, I mean, I'm and excited. I- We're all excited for it. We're all waiting to see the trailer, you know, so why not? Why not? So, and the last bit of news here before we knock out of here is Captain America 4. Now, as you already know, the fourth entry in the Captain America franchise will be the first to feature Sam Wilson's Captain America in the lead role. Now, the Falcon and Winter Soldier's head writer Malcolm Spellman is writing Captain America 4's script with Delon Musan. Marvel hasn't revealed what the story will be, but the movie will presumably continue aspects of the Disney Plus show's story. Now, of course, you got Anthony Mackie. Uh, in the deal, of course, you got Bucky, you got John Walker, uh, U.S. agent. It's also likely that Wyatt Russell, John Walker's U.S. agent, will be back for Cap 4. Now, after trying to be Captain America and taking a version of the Super Soldier Serum, Walker ended the Falcon Winter Soldier by taking on the U.S. agent title, and the show attempted to partially redeem the character and make him more of an anti-hero for the rest of Phase 4. And uh, it's a, it is a possibility that you will see Sharon Carter as well, as Joaquin Torres, because now you got the Falcon stuff kind of like hanging out there, even though you got Sam wearing the Falcon wings and everything. But, you know, he can show up at some point. Isaiah Bradley. Now, it's also won't be surprising if you see Isaiah Bradley in Captain America 4 as well as James Rhodes' War Machine. And, of course, Sam's sister, because, you know, Bucky. Just Of saying. course. Of course. course. I mean, there's all possibilities. You got Baron Zemo, you got Contessa Valentina. Uh, So these are the possibilities of casting for Captain America 4. I mean, seeing Zemo would be dope, but I I think they're saving Zemo. I think they are. Yeah, I I think they are, man. I I think, honestly, this Captain America 4, even though there hasn't been writing, this production hasn't started, only thing you got is that, you know, Anthony Mackie is signed. That's the only thing you got. But I feel like this might be the best installment of Captain America. Mm. It just might. Mm. Okay. My my personal favorite is Winter Soldier. That's my personal favorite. That's my personal favorite. But this might top Winter Soldier. We will see. We will see, man. <sighs> but Thanos Rick, man, I think we covered as much as we can in this hour <laughs> and 40 plus minutes of a show. 
because normally we don't really go over time like this. It's just that it was just so much to cover over a weekend. So much pro wrestling, so much news, a leak out there here and there. And um, if you haven't read the magazine of Orange Phoenix magazine, all you got to do is go to www.patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. It's only $5 a month to subscribe to our magazine. And we got a stacked September issue coming to you guys. And I know you guys will greatly appreciate this. So many good articles, so many, uh, so much news as far as cons is concerned. Uh, glad you guys was able to listen in on us as, as well as wrestling news as well. Uh, comics, manga, you know, Japanese uh, renunciations, you know, uh, you got all this stuff that's going on as far as cosplay is concerned. It was con season. I was at Queen City Anime Con on Friday. Uh, a lot of good cosplayers. Ellie. One of our writers from Orange Phoenix Magazine, she was there, along with Kawhi Kiwi. Uh, she was there as well, so she was out there uh, taking pictures and everything else. So you, you will be sure to see that in Orange Phoenix Magazine. Again, that is www.patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. Now, also, if you join the Facebook uh, group, Orange Phoenix Geek Corner, that's all you got to do is type that in, ask to join the group. And you will be in the group. It's a very, very, very positive space. Uh, no toxic fandom. Honestly, we just have, you know, nice educated debates about anime, manga, pro wrestling, anything geekdom. And we also have movie nights as well, which I will be announcing on Wednesday at 8 p.m. We will be watching Demon Slayer Mugen Train at 8 p.m. on Wednesday Eastern time. And do not forget to follow us at Orange Phoenix Media on Instagram and we do have T Public, and currently, I'm telling you, I am working on a separate Instagram page for T Public. So all you have to do, if you want to check out the mini designs, we're currently working on that, and I will be advertising that very, very shortly uh, in in the coming week or the next couple of days or so. So, is there anything else you got for the listeners out there? Nah, man. Like you said, we we've, we've covered everything, so it's you know, I I, I think we're good. All right, man. And Rachel Lowe, what's going on? How are you? Shit. Yeah, man. It's pretty. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel you're, a bit, in... you're a bit late, ain't you, Rachel? Man, I think Rachel went popping in and out. Like Rachel went popping in and out today. We, we about to leave, Rachel. Where the hell you been? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, all the listeners out there. Rick, Top Gun, BC, Smash World 3278. Uh, Cairo time, jet lag. Oh, okay. She okay, so that was Egypt. a that was a flex. Okay, Rachel, we did it. <laughs> we did it Rachel. All right, we got it. You're flexing on us. Okay, okay. <laughs> and what? It's just and, and what? what? You right. You right, Rachel. You right. You right. Shit. You are right, ma'am. Oh, 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 oh. Also, also, also. NST, the main event. Some, uh, some old Joe and Karrion Cross. Very good match. I'm still wondering where is Scarlet? Where is she? Where is she? Because Scarlet wasn't there. But Samoa Joe is your new NST heavyweight champ. So, uh, shout out to Samoa Joe. I know yeah, we didn't man. wasn't able to cover that, but <sighs> till next time, y'all. We'll be streaming tonight at 7 p.m. Um, morning show will be tomorrow at 10 a.m. And it, I promise you, it will be a little bit shorter for that. But until next time, peace.
Personality, the cult of personality, the cult of personality. 